the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Y'all know Mondays are my favorite day of the week because it's when after I, I get a couple of days to just rest and rejuvenate, recharge my batteries and come back fresh, ready to start all over again. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. Speaking of recharging batteries, uh, sleep is often an issue for people. I know it is for me. I've never been a really great sleeper, right? And um, it depends on, you know, where you're at in your life. I got lots of friends of mine, got little kids. Of course, you never have get good sleep when you got little kids. I think I get an amen from you, Skins, because you had twins. You had a twin I'm boy. only just catching up on sleep now. <laughs> right. Or if you're a workaholic or if you got stress, just whatever. A lot of people have sleep issues. Are y'all using... Need any of these sleep apps to help you? Well, I've got a guest coming on now with me, Dr. Jason Dean, who may share with you something that about these apps that might keep you awake at night. Because he says that these apps that are out there are, are tied to the World Economic Forum. Now, why would a sleep app be tied to the WEF? Well, here to explain is Dr. Jason Dean. He's best known for helping people with chronic health issues. He's for 19 years. He and his wife have operated Palmer Natural Health, which is the largest nutrition and chiropractic office in the world. Oh, I love that. He's creator and host of BraveTV.com and the owner of Revolution Health. And he's here to share with you guys the dark side of the data and what you need to know about these sleep apps. Hi, Dr. Dean. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Okay, so, um, you know, I'm I, like I said, I'm not a great sleeper. That tends to be where when I start stressing about the next day. I start thinking about nothing I got done that day before and all of that. So everybody's been telling me I need to get this Calm app. I know other people use Fitbit and other things. What's the truth about these apps? And why are you wanting to warn people about them? So this is actually stunning because I'll admit in the natural health world, uh, obviously we look at sleep all the time. When people aren't sleeping, they potentially have an issue they need to, they need to work on. And one of the one of the things we've used is the Aura Ring, which is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll you'll know the Fitbit you've heard of, mm-hmm. uh, and then Calm Calm dot com, right. uh, the one you just spoke about. So what, what I did was I found out the World Economic Forum actually has an entire report on mental health and how they want to help Americans and the rest of the world with, with mental health. And as I went through it, they actually, so calm.com, one of the owners is uh, Michael Acton Smith. I believe he's one of the co-CEOs. And they, they took $500 million in seed money to the company. And he is on the World Economic Forum panel. 
Oh, and wow. it, you can actually literally get, so, so this is, I, I really wanted to dive into this uh, deep when I went into it because I didn't want to just, you know, go to a blog and see what they said. You know, you need scientific data to back up what's happening. And so I actually went to the site and you can literally Google Fitbit World Economic Forum or a Ring World Economic Forum calm, and it all ties back. And even, um, even Fitbit, they actually have, if you just, you literally Google it. And World Economic Forum has an entire study that they downloaded people's Fitbits information and did a study on sleep. They're, they're using this to then potentially down the road. So Amazon is already selling and getting into the medication world. Mm. They're going to start working on getting people to basically self-diagnose themselves with psychiatric <laughs> disorders. Oh, <laughs> what could possibly go, go wrong there? Dr. Dean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so the one most controversial area of medicine, which is obviously psychiatry, mental health, which mm-hmm. there's totally problems with mental health. We don't need people self-diagnosing themselves through their apps with depression, anxiety, sleep disorders, et cetera. They, they really need to see professionals. They need to do sleep studies. But literally what they've done is they've taken technology, and this is big tech, obviously, They've taken technology and they made it look like a good thing where they're giving you mm-hmm. power by wearing one of these things, which the technology should be used for good. We could all use this technology, but they're actually getting you to self-diagnose yourself. And I mean, Amazon is getting ready and other companies are getting ready to actually basically deliver medications right to people's doors. Um, we have 200 plus million Americans already on psych drugs. This, how, do you, how do you control a society? Through mental health. That's how you control it. I mean, even Lenin said that. Right. I, I see the quote here uh, in the information uh, here from you. Lenin himself has been quoted stating that the easiest way to install communism is through socialized health care. That was something that Ronald Reagan talked about in his 64 speech. And, you know, and, and I'm struck by the fact that you weren't allowed to make a decision about uh, about taking ivermectin. Right. Uh, but right. yet but yet you're going to be allowed to make a decision to self-diagnose and take a psychotropic drug. Right. Um, you weren't allowed to make a decision as to whether or not you got the jab and be injected with that. But you're you're going to be allowed to make a decision to take take psychotropic drugs. And I think we all know that the majority of the mass shooters in this country in recent years and the rise of that is tied to these very dangerous drugs. And, I, and I've been I was saying just last week before I saw this information from you. That the reason why I believe one of the reasons why they've been pushing to legalize drugs like marijuana and now others in this country is because they, you know, it's easy to control a population that's sitting around getting stoned all the time. Absolutely. I've been and and I don't care what people do in their own homes, but I I am absolutely against the promotion of all this because ultimately you're getting people. I mean, think about the kids. So, I mean, the kids. Children are the fastest growing, quote unquote, demographic, which isn't even a word we should be using for the psychiatric profession. And you're right. Every single school shooting, they don't want to talk. They want to talk about guns, but they don't want to talk about the toxicology reports coming back where they're on multiple psychiatric drugs, which is homicidal, suicidal behaviors, tendency, thoughts, et cetera. They ultimately what they're doing. How do you control an American population and how you truly get us to bend the knee? You control the children. Our mm. children are on these apps, they're on iPads, they're on iPhones, and these kids are getting literally surveys in the future. They're going to be getting surveys sent to them through their, their different games and stuff, asking them if they feel emotional or depressing. They're literally going through the, the big tech apps and the big tech uh, you know, cell phones and everything. 
they're getting kids to lead themselves down this road, which is so dangerous. They, they, if they get the children, they get America. That's one of the biggest right. problems we have. Right. I see a stat here and some information from you that children ages 0 to 11 account for nearly 20% of prescri- prescription drug use. It is and twenty seven percent of teenagers. Is this because we got on this track years ago that if a kid wasn't doing his homework, that you know he was put on ADHD medications? What's this going on here? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the entire public school system at this point. I think mm-hmm. it's more of an indoctrination system. Uh, I mean, they, they tried to label me with ADD, ADHD, and really, I just wanted to go play outside because does anybody really want to sit in a classroom for six to eight hours a day? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we're, we're we're past this point. So, are they really are they really you know not paying attention and distracted, or do they want to be kids doing art, playing in gym outside, et cetera? And We've literally turned now we're turning everybody into the metaverse. So now we're instead of outside playing and, and burning off energy and exercising and being healthy, they're they're driving them deeper into these apps, into these video games. I mean, this is this is a concerted effort. I think we all know this at this point. This is how you install communism in America. Right. Absolutely. We're talking to Dr. Jason Dean, uh, host uh, and owner of Brave TV. Um, BraveTV.com. Um, is this also why, and, we're, and what we're talking about is is all of these new apps that are supposed to be so great for you to help you sleep and help you figure out what's going on with your body, but it's actually just feeding data to the World Economic Forum who's wanting to use our bodies. I think that's the lesson from COVID and what ultimately with these shots we're all about. And, you know, you're going to have these shot passports and, you know, and all of that is that eventually, you know, you're not going to be able to maneuver within society without having to show that you've, you're up to date on your shots and then they can do whatever they want to do. You know, the, the model is they can go from the computer into your arm with really without any any true testing or, or trials. And that's really frightening to me. Uh, you know, the World Economic Forum does not have our health. Uh, their interest is not in our public health. It's in control. And I've been noticing lately all these ads for this online therapy outfit called Better Health, I think it is. And I've never in my life before seen people able to shop for therapists on a website. Do you, do you know anything about this outfit and, and, and what this new trend is with online therapy? They, they are popping this up all over the place. It's not just that one. It's other ones as well. And what they're going to do, it goes deeper than that. What they're going to do is they're going to start actually sending out basically surveys. So like you're on your phone, whether it's your email or you're on you know your social media, Facebook, where they're controlling that as well. You sign up. You, know, you give them your email address, your name, et cetera. Then you're going to get emails where you take a survey. And it's going to ask you literally psychology or mental health questions. And they're going to get you to answer these, get kids answer these, parents answer these. And then it's going to lead you down that road to those exact organizations. And then they're going to allow you to diagnose yourself without ever talking to a being. I mean, this is, this is where it's going. You're seeing it right now. The problem is, it, they hacked us before we knew it because they, they use the guise of, you know, mental health, meditation, prayer, spirituality. All of us, I think, thought this was an okay thing because, hey, we want people to be happier. They mm-hmm. tricked us. And that's exactly how this works. That's how socialism works. They, they have to trick you into it because you would never take it up front. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm thinking about the, you know, the uh, never in my life. I mean, when I when I was growing up and I was a kid, I mean, you know, people had issues, you know, people people struggled or whatever. But I never saw anybody medic medicated to the degree as a society. I mean, it's just pop a pill here and there. 
You know, and it's, uh, it's it's out of control. The average patient that I see now is on at least five to ten different medications when they come into my office, and I'm about the tenth to twentieth doctor they've come to see. Um, what? And I don't know if 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 these. I heard something called beating benzos that nobody really talks about benzos and the benzo addiction in this country, and that everybody talks about you know opioids. Everybody talks about fentanyl and that, those kinds of issues, but I think benzos are like Xanax. And oh, it, yeah. it, right. I, I mean, when you when you when your information says that nearly 50 percent of adults are consuming prescription drugs, how much of that is these mind altering mood adjusting antidepressant drugs? You're well over 50 percent of the nation is on them. Wow. Well, well over 50 percent of the nation is on them. I, I mean, we, we see this in physical practice all day long. I mean, the stats are all there. You're in. in it's the thing is, it's not even just adults. So, so uh, you know, I'm not going to tell an adult, hey, you can't do something. I mean, obviously, they can make the decisions. The real problem is, it even goes deeper though, because it, it's the children. Because anyone yeah. feels sad. We live in a woke society, so if someone feels sad, we make sure they're okay. And all the, I mean, they have they have labels and diagnoses for for pregnant women. It's called overactive fetuses, and they give Ritalin to those women. No. Yes. Wow. Because so because as a pregnant, wow, they're drugging America to their knees. Wow. I am just absolutely shocked to hear that. Yeah. I mean, and I'm connecting dots that I hadn't really thought about before going back to, you know, the the idea that nobody should ever have a bad day. You know, we, we God gave us the ability to have emotions for a reason. And we're supposed to be able to feel sadness, to feel pain, to feel anguish and grief. And it's part of the life process. And then we we were able to heal and move on. Um, it, it, but and they've, they've actually given something else out now. The World Economic Forum has labor, has named something called computational psychiatry. What that means is they're going to allow you to label yourself, and they're listening to your mood through all your apps, through your phones, through your Fitbits, through your your order rings. They're they, they're going to allow you to to computerize your own diagnosis. Wow. That's incredibly dangerous. And, you know, at a time, particularly since, like I said, the Xanax, uh, there's whole groups called beating benzos because that is so one of the most nobody really. And now I know why nobody talks about it, really. You don't really hear about it um, because it's probably the most difficult addiction, I, from what I understand, to break. And so that once they get once they get society addicted to these mind altering drugs, they've got complete control over our bodies. Um, uh, thank you for being here. I want to I want you to tell everybody where they can hear your work and see you and read your stuff and i believe you also have some kind of uh, 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 is it homeopathic natural relief for yeah, people to, so I, I work at the natural world so you can find me at bravetv.com it's a website i stream there five days a week as well and rum is rum, rumble uh and true social now so I, I, i'm out there it's dr jason dean um i'm on bravetv.com you can watch the video there it's five days a week um, but also I do things like Fulman protocols, which is a parasite protocol. We just help people get heavy metals, toxins, parasitic infections out of the body. We handled everybody through COVID. We had no problems with it. We made people better. We didn't lose anybody. Um, we just went to the core of the cause. We built up people's immune systems. And, and it's really as simple as that. I mean, we're just we're looking to detoxify America and actually get them healthier because that's how we save this country. Well, I got a friend of mine struggling with a parasite right now, so I'm going to have to contact yeah. you offline. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Let, right. me, let me know. I'm happy to help. All right. Thank you, Dr. Dean. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because are the unvaccinated finally vindicated? 
There's some healthcare workers that got vindicated to the tune of $10 million. But what about the rest of us? Well, the CDC has updated their guidelines. Wait till y'all hear about this. Come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back. So Pfizer CEO Albert Borla <laughs> tests positive for COVID. But the good news, he is he's experiencing very mild symptoms. Here's what he had to say today. Um, I would like to let you know that I've tested positive for hashtag COVID-19, he wrote. I am thankful to have received four doses <laughs> Pfizer BioNTech vaccine and I'm feeling well while experiencing very mild symptoms. I am isolating and have started a course of Pax Lovid. He went on to say that he's feeling, quote, confident that I will have a speedy recovery. Well, I would hope so, since this latest round of COVID never kills anybody or, you know, unless you're vaccinated, because we recently reported last Friday, you weren't here, Skins, but I reported on Friday that of the last three months of COVID deaths, almost 70% of them were fully vaccinated here in San Diego County. We only had 88 deaths, by the way, in three months. This is not even remotely a top cause of death in, in the country anymore. And I think it's it's jumped the shark. They've jumped the shark with these shots. There's just no... and. And not just the shots, but also with the pap, with the Paxlovid or whatever it is, because um, if you've got mild symptoms, I don't know why you need to take anything rather than letting your body fight it off. Because this Paxlovid, by the way, which comes with uh, you know a list of side effects that is like a, a mile long and can do damage to your liver, etc., causes rebound COVID. I mean, why well, I don't understand why anybody would take it. To be oh, honest, so that's with probably you. why why Biden got it again because he was taking that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's what you need to know in terms of I, I think the fact that given uh, it, there's only so long that they can continue to try to pee on your leg and tell you it's raining, right? So uh, and then on top of it, uh, you know, there's only so long that they can continue to tell you to do one thing while they do another. So the CDC came out last week and has updated. Uh, their guidelines. This is according to NPR. New COVID-19 guidance from CDC focuses on individual decisions. Oh, we now we get to individually decide about our lives two years later. Oh, so basically now two years later, they're admitting to what I was saying day one, that you and I both know I got a lot of heat. That's because their narrative isn't adding up. Exactly. But here's the thing. It was obvious from day one. If you didn't allow yourself to have your common sense taken away from you via panic, nobody needed to go down this road. They got you with panic. Get them out of here. Here's the new guidelines. Those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. What does that tell you? These were never vaccines. They don't work. And worse. Therapeutics at best. And and really at worse, they're killing people. They're killing people. I got a family member right now who died suddenly in his 40s. And I got to wonder. <laughs> 
I got to wonder. I have family as well. Not going to not going to name names. And yeah, they had certain conditions. And the conditions seemed to destabilize after they got the jab. Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. Then can you tell me which which means they never needed to, to ever miss a day of school? What this is, is an admission that absolutely everything they've been telling you for two and a half years was a lie. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. What did I say two years ago? We're testing. They're pumping. You don't test healthy people. You don't test healthy people. And why were they doing it? So they could push case count, case count, case count. In fact, they were counting people that were that were getting tested multiple times because if you got tested multiple times, you kept getting a positive. They were acting as though those were new cases when it was the same person being tested multiple times. Also, they could tell you case count high. Look at all these people that have COVID and and to continue to push the panic porn to convince you that if the case counts equaled caskets and they never did. When I read this, it makes me angry. It makes me angry. And I tell you who it makes me angry at conservatives that fell for it and that, that went along with this. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of heat from conservatives. That came at me because I didn't from day one. I said no to lockdowns from day one. I said no to masks from day one. I said this is this is impossible. I said use your common sense in the words of the great judge Judy. If it doesn't make sense, it's not true. I said from the beginning, it does not make sense because you can it cannot be as contagious as they're saying it is and as deadly as they're saying it is, because if it was our streets would be covered with dead bodies. And they're not. They're not. Was it a deadly virus for many people? Yes. Primarily the the seniors with multiple with multiple comorbidities. We were never going to be Italy. That was one of the ways in which they got us because people were literally they had they they had seniors, um, you know, just dying in droves over there. But there was multiple reasons for that. They don't have uh, they don't Italy does not have the same healthcare system as the United States. They don't have as many facilities. They were coming off of a really horrendous flu season. The majority of the season, uh, seniors over there smoke. They were part of the China Road where they had China um, because of the fashion industry where they had Chinese coming in and out from Wuhan. For weeks. I mean, there was absolutely nothing that was going on in Italy that was going to happen here. And yet, oh my gosh, we're going to be Italy. We're going to be Italy. You and I both know someone that were both close to us that was telling me that supported the lockdowns and supported the shots and every bit of it because we're going to be Italy. And I said from day one, we're never going to be Italy. And you know, we never were. The solution and the answer can never come at the expense of freedom. Ever, 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 ever. The answer is and was always freedom, individual freedom. You want to stay inside? Fine. Stay inside. Lock yourself in. But you forfeit your job at that point. Taxpayers shouldn't be paying you to stay at home and not work. The government never should have been telling any business who's essential and who's not, who's allowed to work and who's not, what businesses are allowed to stay open and which aren't. It was all a ruse. Because the World Economic Forum, we, we just had Dr. James Dean on. What's the World Economic Forum so interested in right now? Anything related to your medical care. Because if they can, two, there's two things, and I've been saying it going back to the early days of the Obama administration, energy and health. 
If they can get control over those, they have complete control over the, over the world. And that's been 100% what it's been about. They've now got us over our energy. Waging a war on the, on the oil and energy sector. And they got us in our health care, really, with Obamacare. But that didn't really get them as far as they wanted. It got inroads in terms of government control over our health care. But it didn't get it necessarily over our bodies. And now they've got it not just over our bodies, you know, because and they still do. We've been vindicated. The unvax have been vindicated. But how about this? How about the fact that the military still there's still upwards of 40,000 in the U.S. military that are subject to be kicked out because they're not going to get the shot. Yet the yet the Biden administration has not recounted on on the basis of of science now and their own admission that the shots don't work, they're still requiring it of the military. I was just going to say, where's the notice that, okay, you know what? You guys are good. Nothing to worry about. They should, And those that were already released should be told you can come back and we're going to give you back pay. Hasn't happened yet. Why? Because they want to, this is a, this is, this is a, a test of the military and who's going to, who's going to submit to the World Economic Forum and their globalist ideology. Oh, it's not, it's not No. In San Diego County, schools, they're still going to require schools starting up in a few days. They're still going to require masks. That is so silly. It's sick. It's child abuse because it's about indoctrinating children into that it's not your body. This is the globalist the globalist scheme. This is not your body. You're going to submit to the state. We're going to tell you when you can breathe and when you can't. This is no different than the Taliban. This was never any different than the Taliban. We're going to take a break. Speaking of the Taliban, today is the anniversary, I believe, exact day of the anniversary of the Afghanistan withdrawal. But wait a second. According to the Biden administration, they actually are pushing out the narrative today that we're in a stronger position than ever. Thanks to that Afghanistan withdrawal. What say you? 888-344-1170. Do you believe we're in a better position after that Afghanistan withdrawal? 888-344-1170. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Little nugget of information. Did y'all know that Merrick Garland helped get a terrorist um, released? I'm gonna I'm gonna be delving into this, but I just saw on Truth Social that Merrick Garland actually helped and defended and helped get the release of someone who bombed the Capitol in 1983. Isn't that interesting? Just in case there's anybody out there who actually thinks that this DOJ is on the up and up. Who are you people out there? Um, we got to shift gears and talk about Afghanistan because 20 years. Think of the think of the treasure that was spent there and the most important treasure, the lives of our of our military men and women, our heroes that dedicated their lives. Many who never came back, many who came back maimed loss of limbs and and lives forever changed and forever destroyed. And I've often been torn with the idea of whether wondering whether can you support the military without supporting the mission? Because we, you know, I support our military. They don't get to choose. They don't It's like Tommy Frank said after the Iraq war, I thought he was such a, such a hero at the time. He said, I don't choose where I go. I win where I go. 
And that's really the, that's really, you know, the attitude that we want to have from our military. We want to have the attitude from our military. Look, I, I don't get, I don't choose where I go into battle, but I'm going to have a battle plan that's just going to go scorched earth and just going to kill the enemy. Now, all they're trying to do is kill, you know, anybody that doesn't want to ask you what your pronouns are, right? That's where we're at as a military. To think that we, we were there. I don't know that we were ever there with good intent. Attentions, intentions aside, we never went there with with Afghanistan with an actual mission uh, that was clear, that was uh, you know clear in America's interest, with the definition of what a win is. What what is a win to be in Afghanistan? Never had it. We had rules of engagement over there that continued to get worse, putting our military in, um, you know. that they couldn't, they, the rules of engagement were such that, that it was 100% to the benefit of the terrorist over there. We didn't do anything to stop the poppy fields from growing. We, we basically pumped up their economy and made it possible uh, for, you know, for the terrorists to continue to make money while we spent money over there. I don't know. Am I wrong to question what went on in Afghanistan that led up to the worst military debacle, I think, in our in America's history. I'm going to go to the phones real quick. we got a caller on the yeah, line. Yeah, we do. We got Disaffected Mike, and he was there. Wow. Disaffected Mike, thank you for calling in. Were you in Iraq or Afghanistan or both? Actually, both. And I was there as a civilian uh, working as an adjunct to our military uh, friends. Uh, uh, as a as a contractor, so um, I will say I was in Afghanistan. I'm not going to say what I did there, but um, you got to be a lot of people to understand. Afghanistan, in and of itself, was really just uh, an eighth world garbage dump. The place wasn't worth a thing. It's still not until until America and uh, China discovered roughly forty trillion uh, or about twenty trillion dollars worth of of uh of resources uh laying underground in their mountains hard to get to but you know china's china's been laying a lot of money trying to get there like they've done in africa however um i wish we had gotten out of there when i was there i had wished we'd gotten out of there uh about 10 years prior well i didn't let me ask you this let me interject disaffected mike because you know we we really uh, didn't really have a clear mission for why we went in there in the first place. Uh, if we well, were, let me ask you that because we, you yeah. know, George W. Bush said, "Oh, I don't even think about Osama bin Laden because he was living in the hills." Well, why haven't we gotten Osama? Oh, I don't think about him much. Well, then you know we should have been there. There was no. Real, let me ask you this because I this is going to make me sound so evil, but it's like if you know. If we're going to go in there, why not get all the women and children out and drop a nuke on the place? Either do that or don't even bother, because that's really what needed to happen, in my opinion. Am I am I going too far? No, you're not. I mean, I mean, that I mean, that kind of talk was, you know, was there. I mean, every guy I talked to and gal I talked to questioned questioned why they were there. They understood. They understood why they knew what the optics were. and They knew what the politics were. We talked about it all the time. The problem was, was that, was that uh, when we went into, you know, when they found Osama, uh, uh, Ayman al-Zawahiri, and all of his other goons, um, you know, riding on horseback uh, through Kandahar Valley, they could, have, they could have taken them out there, but they chose not to. Right. There are many opportunities that they could have taken. There are many opportunities they could have taken to, uh, to, take, to take them out. But by the time Bush left, 
and he was mired, you know, unfortunately he was mired. Um, and there was and, and nation building became, became the, um, I guess the, you know, I guess the, uh, the profit of the day and, you know, arms deals. I mean, I mean, arms, you know, our con- defense contractors are making money hand over fist. We were there. Uh, we were there for the purpose of nation building. He used WMD as an excuse to go into Iraq. I and I said this at the time. I said there was this was never about WMD. This was about George W. Bush not having a true understanding of the enemy and thinking that they hate us because they just haven't had a taste of American democracy. And if we go over there and send our military men and women and spend trillions of dollars in baking apple pies, as I called it, building schools yeah. and roads. And handing out candies, they're just going to love us, and, and which was so monumentally stupid. But then, but then we're there for twenty years, which is how we got mired into it for twenty years because that was right. that was never right. going to never going to produce a win. And then, so okay, that's bad enough. But then we end up leaving in a way to where it, it, we have upwards of one hundred and fifty thousand brought here that weren't vetted. Most of them men. the The women and right. children that came here were child brides, and we lose. 13 military people in a terrorist attack that could have been prevented. I don't know if you heard this disaffected, Mike, but the older brother, let me tell you this, the older brother of one of those who died that day just committed suicide a few days ago at a memorial for fallen soldiers. This is what the Biden administration did. It's bad enough we wasted 20 years there of lives and money. But then the Biden administration specifically, specifically created a chaotic situation on the way out for the purposes of setting up the Taliban, giving them $80 billion worth of our equipment. And now, so of course, we got Zawahiri or whatever his name is, walking around the streets like he's just, you know, been to a Starbucks and now he's going to go, you know, catch a movie. Well. Well, it was the same thing with uh, Osama bin Laden living living a great life, you know. Uh, True. In in Pakistan, you know, in Pakistan, yeah, you know, that didn't have an issue. The problem with Biden is is that he thought he thought withdrawal equaled win, right? He needed a win because because the criticism that he was receiving uh, uh, on Afghanistan when Trump was trying to figure out a way to withdraw, at least with some honorable means, uh, because honestly, and a lot of people a lot of people peg. Donald Trump as a, you know, as a, you know, for lack of a better word, a a war hawk, but he never was. No, he was the first president in decades that never took us, never started an engagement anywhere. In fact, when he used the mother of all bombs, he he, over there, it quieted things down. And we weren't we weren't we might still have a presence there. We had still had a presence there, but we didn't have the death count going on daily that we had. We actually had more under Obama than we did under George W. Bush. And then when he took out Soleimani, that that changed a whole lot over there. But I've got I'm up against a break disaffected, Mike. Uh, 30 seconds. Take us out to a break whatever you want to say real, as somebody was over there right real quick uh, uh barack obama had uh rules of engagement that were against american servicemen one of the reasons why we had such a higher death count there was because of him and his rules of engagement uh the the, the reason why trump wanted to get out of there again with honor but joe biden uh screwed that up like he screwed everything else up he's screwing the country up and that's why we lost 13 people, why the Taliban took advantage of a withdrawal and attack, a sne- another sneak attack on, on U.S. soldiers and left roughly umpteen billions of dollars of equipment and probably most likely top secret, uh, top secret um, information left behind. This man's a buffoon. He's an idiot. And he's caused this problem. 
those guys that, that died there from the time we got there to the time we left uh, died for nothing. And that's what sucks. It does. Well, Disaffected Mike, we appreciate you. We thank you for calling in. Great way to end this segment. Couldn't have said it better. Thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all stay tuned. Should we talk about monkeypox on the other side of the break? <laughs> Guard your pets. The monkeypox has gone canine. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. The CDC has changed its guidance after one dog, one dog around the world contracted the monkeypox. This poor feller was living with two men who were running around town. Um, round heels is what they used to call women that were promiscuous running around town. Uh, well, I'm going to keep it I don't want to picture a dog with monkeypox. It makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad. Anyway, this this poor dog uh, basically likes to snooze on the bed of these individuals that uh, had lots of people in the bed. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just another, it, it makes me sad. But the bottom line is this, one dog in the world, and now the CDC is changing its guidance on this. You know, uh, you know, we got the, here's the thing, tomorrow... Tonight might be the last night we might have to talk about Liz Cheney because the primary is tomorrow. This We might be celebrating some bye-bye Liz Cheney tomorrow. They're so desperate to pull anything out of the hat to try to stop the red wave in November, which is why we got to be campaigning. We got to be pushing like, you know, we are have no chance of winning, right? Because um, let's see. Tonight we've talked about what, um, Afghanistan being the worst military situation i've seen it in, in, in my lifetime is only matched by the corruption going on in the u.s government and being weaponized for the first time in my lifetime that i've ever seen we're acting like castro's cuba being weaponized targeting americans for for their political views um is only matched by the economy and how the the left in this country is specifically and intentionally destroying the economy and damaging and intentionally inflicting agony and pain on the middle class They've got much to worry about when it comes to the election. In fact, somebody did a man on the street interview today and asked some people to grade uh, creepy Joe Biden. And here's what a couple of people had to say. You want to back to back? Yeah, back back to back. Not good. Uh, Probably a three out of ten, more than likely. The uh, economy is not good. Uh, Taxes are high. Interest rates is high. Oh, I don't think there's a grade low enough to give him (laughs) the bottom grade. The bottom grade. He didn't want to say F. F's not even good enough. Well, but he might be confused because, as Bob Walters has been reporting, around the country, the left is trying to take grading out of the schools, right? Okay, fine. Fail. Yeah. (laughs) Biden, fail. Now, that last gentleman, I think it was, mentioned about how high the taxes were. Well, wait, just hold on there, dude, because the Inflation Reduction Act, he was talking about inflation, the Inflation Quote Reduction Act is on its way. uh, What I'm calling the Inflation and Tax Expansion Act um, is on its way to help. Well, Jamie Raskin, who tried in 2016 to use the same tactics to stop electoral votes from being counted and is now on the January 6th committee to try to get Trump put in jail for not wanting electoral votes to be counted, that guy. He was asked specifically what parts of the Inflation Act are going to lower inflation. And here's what he had to say. As, as soon as the act goes into uh, effect, 
I hope that all of the provisions will begin to work. I am. Uh, I, I know that those who have been blaming President Biden for the inflation going up are now giving President Biden all the credit for inflation going down. So we're moving things in the right direction already. Yeah, and what parts of the bill do you think will will quickly work on that specifically? The, the, uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next Didn't question. Even answer. Because there's nothing. Listen, if you're a Democrat out there and you're actually going yay to this bill, call in. Tell me. Tell me one, one thing. thing. Give me one thing and make it specific. Don't tell me this nonsense about, you know, green energy or any of that business. One thing specifically that's going to lower inflation. There's nobody, nobody that can tell you in any specificity or even with any. In, in, in even any generalities with any any credibility, anything the IRS is going to expansion act. Yeah, that's all it is. In fact, we've got David Horowitz is going to be on the show tomorrow night. He's written a new book uh, called the internal uh, the internal radical service. You know, it's supposed to be the internal revenue service, the internal radical service. He has uncovered more radical activities that the IRS has been involved in. So you're definitely going to want to tune in tomorrow night to hear what he's uncovered and hear how you can download the booklet because this is the kind of information we need to get to the American people. There is not one institution that hasn't really been radicalized against the United States. And it's top down. I don't want to hear anybody, if there's any, but anybody in media telling you it's just a few at the top, they're lying to you and they're part of the uniparty system. I heard someone today, Andrea, who will remain nameless, say, well, you know, the IRS does some good. What, what, what good do they do? They don't do any good. They don't serve any purpose. It's, it, the tax codes has always been about social engineering and social manipulation. And we had an opportunity when, when it, 65% of the American people found out and that included Democrats and independents, that the IRS under Barack Obama and Lois Lerner was specifically targeting and and John McCain. He actually went to the IRS and actually wanted them to be financially ruined. Think about that. This was supposed to be the head of the Republican Party, Mr. Mr. Republican Senator, Navy guy, specifically wanting Tea Party groups to be financially damaged by the IRS. They should and and the Americans wanted wanted the uh, they wanted Lois Lerner fired, and they wanted something done about it, and and nothing was done. I uh, Lois Lerner is still She's out there island. getting a pension. She's on an island somewhere. We need to abolish the IRS and everybody go to a flat tax or a consumption tax. Period. And that means that churches and other nonprofits will have to pay Across a tax. And you know what? That's okay. All right. Thanks for being here tonight. Love you all. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.